Christ Covenant Chapel podcast with Pastor King is back and better. One of our covenants is to take the sound biblical doctrine and the gospel of Jesus Christ to a hurting world in need of a savior. Stay locked in for the unadulterated word. Hello, friends. This is Pastor King, and what a privilege to be with you once again. I would like to welcome you to our CCC podcast, Spring Edition. Thank you for meeting here and allowing me into your space. Today, I want to ask you a question. What is the condition of your heart? What is the condition of your heart? Or better still, what is the content of your heart? For our discourse, the text for consideration is Luke chapter 6 at the 45th verse. The Bible says, For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. What is the condition of your heart? What is the content of your heart? I believe that life is the outcome of character. And character is the product of your heart. Therefore, as the heart of men are, so they will live. In Luke 6.48, Jesus says that people can be judged by what they say and do because these things reveal what is really inside the person. The whole verse says that a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Basically what he's saying is, if you want to know what is on the inside of a person, You simply watch his actions and listen to what comes out of his mouth on a regular basis. The emphasis is on regular basis. This is not being judgmental. This is being realistic. So let me ask you again. What is the condition of your heart? In 1 Samuel chapter 16, there is an interesting and yet very provoking thought that God puts across. In verse 7 of chapter 16 of 1 Samuel, the Bible says, For the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. To put it in context, to give you perspective, God had rejected King Saul, and he said, I have provided me a king to fulfill all my will and to serve my glory. Samuel's next assignment then was to go to Jesse's house and anoint the new king for Israel. In Jesse's house, God taught humanity a powerful lesson. He says this, For the Lord does not see as man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Compared to his older brothers and on the outside, David didn't look like much. 
but royalty was inborn in him. God disqualifies Eliab the firstborn who physically had all the features of a king according to the standards of men. Because man looks at the outward appearance. God rejects him. Why? Because God knew in his heart that he was just another soul. Remember, God looks at the heart. Because you know, later when David was sent to take supplies to his brothers on the battlefield, Eliab accused David of coming down merely to see the battle. How prone we all are to ascribe our neighbor's act to self-seeking and self-conceit and self-indulgence. While for our own faults, oh yes, we find excuses, explanations, and justifications. So let me ask you, what is the condition of your heart? Every man who understands his own heart and who knows his own weakness will readily assent to the proposition that we daily need the help of God in Christ Jesus. A man who knows God is humble. And a man who knows himself cannot be proud. What is the condition of your heart? Is your heart right? We may look at a person with personal strength and beauty, wealth and social position, cleverness, education, and refinement of manners, external morality, ceremonial observations, and religious zeal, and conclude that that person is great. You see, these things are not to be despised. No, no, no. But they may exist whilst the chief thing is wanting. I'm talking about a right state of the heart. So let me ask you again, what is the condition of your heart? Is your heart right? See, we have the assumption that we are competent judges of the character and worth of others. D. Bell says, and I quote, but we cannot look into their hearts and what we see is an imperfect index to them and liable to mislead us. Hmm. Have you been misled before? Or better still, have you misled others before? Friend, let God examine the ground of your heart. Only God can intimately understand, weigh, and judge the heart of man. Only he knows the intentions and the motives of the heart. Whatever is the theme of your heart, your mind will compose it and your mouth will declare it. If a person is angry, rude, lewd, or immoral on a regular basis, on a regular basis, you can be assured that this is the theme of his heart. If a person is consistently kind, encouraging, and polite, then you can be sure that 
is what he is like on the inside. Of course, it is possible that someone might put up a facade to deceive others regarding their character. But you know what? Eventually, eventually, what is inside will come out. The mouth speaks out of the abundance that is the overflow of the heart. So let me ask you again. What is the condition of your heart? What is the content of your heart? If righteous principles are not visible in our daily dealings, if we do not give evidence of caring more for truth and for God and for the establishment of his kingdom on the earth, if we do not show that we care for humanity, then we must not complain if men count us among the ungodly. Our godliness, our spirituality, and our morality ought to shine forth clearly and unmistakably from our daily lives. What is the content of your heart? In Proverbs chapter 4 and the 23rd verse, the wise man says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it proceeds the issues of life. The word keep, as the wise man uses it here, is the same word God used in Genesis when God told Adam to keep the garden. It means to protect it from intruders. So God says, you know what? Protect your heart from intruders. Why? Because out of it proceeds the issues of life. This scripture implies that whatever we allow to enter our hearts, if not examined and evaluated properly, will undoubtedly be expressed in our lives and in our actions, either in positive ways or in negative ways. Friend, your heart was never, and I mean never, your heart was never meant to be a hotel. Don't allow people in and out as they please. Protect it from intruders. Why? For out of it proceeds the issues of life. The first thing for every man to do is to become right in his own heart with God. So, how do you guard your heart diligently? Number one, set boundaries. One of the key aspects of guarding your heart is setting and maintaining healthy boundaries. Be calm, firm, and clear about what you need. Have clear and reasonable consequences for crossing a boundary. Number two, choose healthy relationships. Guarding your heart involves being selective about the people you let into your life. When God wants to birth a future, he births a relationship. When the enemy wants to destroy a future, guess what? You're right. He births a relationship. Unnecessary relationships produce unrealistic expectations. So number one, set boundaries. Number two, choose healthy relationships. Number three, practice self-care. 
Taking care of your physical and emotional needs is essential. Friend, protect your heart with all diligence, for out of it proceeds the issues of life. Remember, Jesus Christ says that people can be judged by what they say and do because these things reveal what is really inside the person. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke chapter 6 and verse 45. I hope you have learned something today. But before I sign off, I want to indulge you for a moment. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please say this short prayer with me. Lord, I admit I'm a sinner. I need and want your forgiveness. I accept your death as the penalty for my sin and recognize that your mercy and grace are gifts you offer to me because of your great love, not based on anything that I have done. Cleanse me and make me your child. By faith, I receive you into my heart as the Son of God and as Savior and Lord of my life. From now on, help me live for you with you in control in your precious name. Amen. If you said this prayer, you are born again into the family of God. Please find a Bible-believing church to attend. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at 763-516-7188. If you are ever in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, come on and fellowship with us at 5452. DuPont Avenue North in Brooklyn Center and God will bless you. Before I sign off, remember, God loves you, I love you, and there is nothing you can do about it. Until we meet again, keep on keeping on. I will see you at the top for that is where you belong. Shalom. Thank you for being part of Pastor King's podcast family. We hope today's word inspired, empowered, and equipped you to continue to live in God's purpose for your life. Engage with us on Christ Covenant Chapel on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Don't forget to share, comment, and subscribe. For questions, call 763-516-7188. Let's connect on our next episode.